This is the Unpopular Podcast, Josh Withers here, and uh, joining me today is Perth's very own... Taya Smith from Kintsugi. Kintsugi? I was, yes. was going to inquire with uh, the pronunciation. Yes, it's Kintsugi. To tell everyone who Kintsugi and who is. Uh, well, give give us know. the bio. Old brand, new brand, so it's still, it's been me for years, but uh, it's a new agency. It's something, it's actually a funny story. I registered the domain six years ago. Really? It, the, the, the name res- resonated with me. I sat on it going, that's going to be something one day. And uh, because of moving into state and some licensing issues and stuff, I couldn't use the agency name that I moved across with. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I went, oh, I need a new name. And I went, Kintsugi appeared. And it's actually become quite great. It's about... Uh, I'm just going to – you can edit this out. (laughs) Um, It's about uh, the concept of Kintsugi is a broken pottery that they meld together with gold and it becomes a new, unique piece. And I think that metaphor applies very much to what I do in marketing. I often inherit broken marketing and in broken stuff and, um, you know – not to be naff about it, but to, you know, meld it with gold and fix it and make something new and unique. So there's connect a, everything together. There's an old adage that the the convert is much more passionate than than the the, the lifelong believer. Yes. Um and whether this is religion or sport or whatever the mm. brand. Uh and as so is there an essence of um of you, and I apologise for the kitchen in the background. We're, we're recording in the McCure Brisbane in the, in the restaurant. <laughs> so our friends that are Fine, serving up, um, making a whole lot of noise. But uh, is, is, there, is there an element of you, like like you don't really um, deal with freshies, you kind of, you, you convert people, you're like, oh, everything yeah. you've done is terrible, let me help you? Yeah, I think in 2017, unless you, you know, to coin a phrase, fresh off the boat <laughs> into marketing and you're in your, you know, your first business. I think most people have um, been burned. I think most people have had some bad experiences and good experiences with digital marketing. I think there's a bit of a backlash occurring around, you know, the new social media, shiny yeah. things. They're finding that people, you know, people are finding that they're overstretched, that they're struggling to do stuff. Um, you know, the novelty is very much worn off and people are uh, trying to see the actual business value for their activity. Um, over the years, I, you know, I've obviously worked from, you know, solos and micro right up to now enterprise. I've got some rather large global clients now. Is that kind of where you sit? Like, like yeah. although I don't know if you reject anyone, but you no. kind of sit in the enterprise space? I don't reject people, but I do filter. So for me, um, I'm very uh, much about... Um, I really like to rally around a problem. I find it very, very hard to sit in a traditional uh, agency pitch because for me, a lot of it is, you know, once you're, it's like a date, you know, you're kind of sitting there awkwardly trying to guess what the other person wants rather than actually rolling up your sleeves and rallying around a problem and trying to find a strategy and a way out of that problem. So for me, I've sort of carved a niche in that regard where, um, I will sit down and consult with somebody around the problem, not make, you know, (laughs) again, you know, a lot of people have made promises over the years. People are agency fatigued. They're kind of sick of the sort of hipster promise and the non-delivery and (laughs) all of those. Sorry. Hear me out. We're going to do a Facebook page with a viral video. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And we're going to like build some buzz and get your, you know, do some influencer marketing and have you heard of the Kardashians? Blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, Josh's haircut aside, I know he's not one of them. So. I'm quite hip style. Yeah, I'm, he's know, offended. I um, know. He's wearing an Apple Watch. My, my, my coffee order has three parts to it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's very complicated and it's, he, you know, he's heard of it before everybody else. Yeah. So uh, so the, the, the whole unpopular deal is that, yeah. um, is that um, I, I want to speak to people 
that aren't everyone's people um and they're almost like people in the community like 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 we're we're not for everyone like 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 we're, we're quintessentially that i think well either. yeah and so, so that's why i wanted to talk to you although yes. uh, but, but there's there's a weird dichotomy in that the people that you talk to yeah. do want to talk to maybe not everyone but like like more than 50 percent yeah like um i resonate I, yeah yeah with the right people but yeah. but, but but those coming the corporations there um yeah. they're, they're like the corporations that you're the enterprises you're working with they don't want to reach 0.01 percent of the market they want to reach maybe 10 yeah. 20 50 hey, maybe their goal is 100 yeah and so um and so this is a weird, weird dichotomy that you're going to bring and and so i want to talk to you more on the side of your business and also yeah. where you've been because you've you've built and, and helped many people in very small dare I say unpopular businesses yes yes and um and so I want to I want to try and solve a problem later because that's the whole thing with the podcast I want to solve a problem yeah but uh but tell us about um how you view because you and I talk about marketing and advertising a lot on social and yes. we get in person and we disagree and we well it's sometimes not even, not even about disagreeing it's just like I, I think it's different it, types it, of agreement well because but, but, <laughs> no, but marketing and advertising yes. doesn't come down to a binary discussion no. like good or bad no. it's um, the mere act of marketing is saying, "Hey, you now know about something." That's right. And 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 it's messaging and, and, and campaigns, really. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so so, like, what's your view outlook on marketing, advertising, social, blah 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 today? Like mm. like like, where do you? Well, as you, you know, I'm I'm actually a political scientist and social worker by trade, and so and I work, did a lot of work in political campaigns like when I was younger and really the way that I think is I apply it to that like the difference between somebody voting and buying is the same thing yeah, yeah, very they're much. buying into your ideas in politics versus you know they're buying into your values and or product with marketing so for me I kind of like to feel like one of the good guys um, yeah so in some senses I sidestep a lot of this advertising business stuff because I'm really more focused on persuasive messaging and make you know making people come to you like that whole Pied Piper effect. So for me, um, I have forgotten the question. And now well, we, we just wanted to talk about the state of advertising market because <laughs> I know that everyone listens yes. to this podcast. They're in some way trying to advertise a market. They're trying yeah. to. They're trying to either reach more people to to get their product or service, or the the people they've already reached. They want to convince them to to spend. Yeah. And so so that's that's a part of the business world that you spend a lot of time in. Um, no, the, the state is very much now about cut through and noise. I think we've reached a point where. Every any given day, you wake yeah. up to fifty notifications, and that's if you turn your notifications off yeah. for most things. Like I, I go to sleep, and you know, there's thirty five Facebook notifications. My notifications are really locked down. And yeah. Even this morning, I woke up to like twelve. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, like I have, I have endlessly tried. This to- is key notifications and yeah. emails, and you know, even even if you set up the most rigorous of filtering with notifications yeah. and systems, there's still so much noise. Yeah. And I know for me. Um, you know, just for example, email marketing, right? I actually strongly believe that email marketing has value, but yeah. it's that that real sweet point between pestering somebody and catching them at the right time. I know when I check my emails in the morning, if I'm getting an EDM, an EDM is the same word for email for people <laughs> who don't work in an ad, ad agency. <laughs> I thought I'd explain that. Um, just to quote Elon Musk, all, all acronyms suck. Yes, I know. <laughs> and it's, just, it's an industry thing and I'm the first person to say that, but, you know, it's, it's, it's the buzzwords. Um, so if you send an email newsletter to your clients, I find it quite funny that 
people will look on a blog and say, what's the optimal time of day to post? And then you'll get six emails in that at 11.23 a.m. on a Tuesday and you don't read any of them. So you kind of got to constantly stay ahead of, you know, the optimal plus, plus cut through. So for me, my optimal time is not at that time because I've got people. <laughs> it's quite funny and quite ironic that that's, that's the end result is that thinking is very much around. There's no right way. The point is that there's no right way to do it. Um, there's one uh, email that I read on a regular basis, and yeah. I'm going to use this to highlight an example as an example, and you can edit this as randomly. No, honestly, none of this is going to get edited. Yeah. I, 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 I would only edit if like something disastrous okay. happened because I know the whole conversation. We set the toaster to three, medium brown. <laughs> Even I will stretch that one. Um, uh, no, is uh, Bob Hoffman. He's the ad contrarian, and sure. he constantly challenges digital marketing. And and I love being challenged, as you know. I don't like to exist in an echo chamber it's pretty much the whole your your and my whole existence yeah, is challenging yeah. even each just other. now we, we just we should rock up and then just fuck with each other and then leave yeah even <laughs> even just now i sat down and i went josh you need to stop diying because it's gonna hurt you in the future and he's like, very uncomfortable for a minute and oh, i know yeah. it resonated with you a little bit <laughs> but anyway so um the my point being that i will whenever i see bob's email I stop and I read because it's compelling yeah. and I buy his ideas and I love what he says. I model a lot of what I'm doing on things like LinkedIn um, after Bob. But, uh, but how do you feel? On things. How do you feel when the <laughs> yeah. email comes into your inbox and you're like, I. I don't know why or how that email got there because because my inbox is, yeah. a, is a sacred place. My, I, my, I, I have I have I have gone to great lengths to unsubscribe from everything. Yep. Um, right, current, current example: Bron, Bonds, like the underwear clothing company. Yep. Um, I mistakenly gave them uh, my email address for a twenty percent discount the other day. Yeah, and their unsubscribe button does not work. Yeah, <laughs> and, Do and not. so my, my inbox is so precious. Yeah. And I actually don't sign up to loyalty programs now. Much well, of the bewildered look on the on the chop I'd love on the a checkout. Good deal, though. Like, yeah, God, I love a deal. The, no, but the <laughs> checkout chick's face is always confused because she's always subjected to my rant about you know I know why they really want me to join, which is that they want my email. She's like, she's like bitch, I'm just I'm just using the checkout here. I'm just told to do this, and why don't you want a discount? I really, I'd rather pay for privacy right now. You know, like I'd really just want to be left alone. Um, I actually get really, really annoyed and. And, um, and I also the thing is I also understand how it feels when you know the sales and the funnels not quite looking good. That temptation to export your LinkedIn contacts and put them on Mailchimp, it's so tempting because you think, okay, I need leads. I'm desperate. I you know I've been there. <laughs> you know, and I, I, I know that feeling where. And the second you hit send, it feels like it feels dirty, really. You probably would have received this accidentally yeah. about two years ago. I accidentally did the allow access to LinkedIn yeah. deal on some web service, yeah. and it, it freaking emailed everyone in a group email. I, I don't know if you remember being part of it, I think it emailed everyone on LinkedIn. Yeah. I'm sure you were part I of did, it. Yeah. And, um, and even today, like every now and then, every now and then I'll get like a reply to that, like, how do they get on this? Because this person checks their LinkedIn every two years. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that one yeah. freaking time and most people <laughs> sign up to their LinkedIn on Jeep uh, on their private email accounts yeah. to, so that they can still access notifications and I know for me you've got to respect that personal space I actually yeah. don't funnel I, I know it's quite uh, a strange odd thing but I still feel very hesitant about calling mobile numbers yeah, yeah. for example I yeah. know it's a bit light of me space. but it feels like I really uh, it's probably a form of well, it's not a form of social anxiety um, but I don't like intruding on people <laughs> 
Um, uh, there was actually a really good yeah. article in the New York, or New York Times or the New Yorker this week about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I might, I don't know if you, did you see that? I'm not no. trying to find it and send it to you. No. I might put it in the show notes. I have too many. Yeah, I know. There's a million articles. But, but it's, oh, it's literally about yeah. the social anxiety behind making a phone call. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm phone phobic, which is quite like, weird. Like, like yeah. I, think, I think one of the, one of the, like someone, they quoted a, a, t- a tweet and there was a joke and it said, um, I, uh, I, went to, I went to call my, my congressman's office to complain about a thing. Yeah. And now he thinks I'm a congressman and we're over lunch discussing policies. <laughs> <laughs> Because I got nervous. Uh, I know. It's just, you know, I've never, yeah, I've never been able to really overcome that. But, um, but, but for me, I think I know that temptation to, you know, annoy yeah. people out of desperation is there, and I think that that's a value, especially to people who are starting up oh, or yeah. small and they're really looking to do a drive. Um, I think you should really, really think hard. I, I, you're better off uh, messaging people via the platform yeah. than than trying to do a mail out. I mean, just on that, I accidentally emailed people selling responsive emails yeah. with beautiful fonts that didn't work yeah. to a thousand people so right. you know i fucked up too so well sorry oh, okay. <laughs> you, you, you fucking, yeah yeah I've, I've, I've learned all the hard all the things the hard way about annoying people so i've um okay, yeah. i've got a i've got We've a question for you yeah. um uh, and I know you're giving away advice for free, so at the end I yes. want to plug you because 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 oh, yes. there's there's a point where uh, I know Gary Vaynerchuk says, look, I give I give all this information away for free because yeah. none, none of you fuckers will do it anyway. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lately, <laughs> that's literally a quote from Gary V because I said, why do you give it away yeah. for free? Because none of you will do it anyway. Yeah. But I'll ask, and and, and, I, and, and no one will do it as well if they do. Yeah. So I'm not. So um. Yeah. So so here's here's a question for you. Uh, so many people that listen to this podcast or in the in the unpopular community or people that are kind of in that they're very much they're um it's a use the car analogy they're currently in park they're sitting still or maybe they're in first gear kind of rolling yep. and, and they really want to get to fifth gear yep um and in, in a car using an accelerator you kind of you know you're, you're taking off but but if if you were and i know you've been through this with with um Kintsuki, like yep. like like what, what what kind of accelerant like like where would you be accelerating today Trying to get I up actually, and do you know what? I'm not a fan of, of of trying to get instant results in accelerating. I think it requires but, 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 going but when, back, when it comes yeah. to like like my bank account is zero and yeah. I need to pay rent today. Pick or, up the phone. Yeah. And I know that that you know from me <laughs> that, that that brings all sorts of terror. But uh, go on LinkedIn. That's where you would use your LinkedIn network and qualify. And oh, for God's sake, don't spam people with a gen- generic message. Go through and go. Um, you know, connect. We reconnect. You know, do it in a nice way and go, hey, have you got anything on? <laughs> do you need any help? Yeah, Is there yeah. anything I can help with? Um, I've, you know, varying degrees of success over the years, but one thing that always works for me is helping people for free and going in with a genuine help for free. I never, ever, ever try to sell, yeah. especially hard, on the first meeting. It's always just meeting people. Okay, right? so we need to tangent off that because yeah. I've always been a massive advocate of that. Stop um, like, like, like my, uh, any, actually look at this, the two areas that I've ever had any success, um, yeah. uh, business technology and radio, yeah. both of those areas I started for free. Business technology, I'm like 17, 18, yeah. I walked past um, what was then like the, the local new computer store called Business Solutions in Mackay yeah. and Roger, um, Roger, oh God, I forgot his last name. 
Roger anyway is in there um, he's, he's, he's shop fitting he's like fitting out like him and the shop fitters they're doing the shop and I'm like hey I like computers can I can I like volunteer and just kind of and he's like yeah of course yeah. I'll take free work and um, it took three weeks for me to prove my worth yeah. um, three weeks later I couldn't be in there because I had a Centrelink or something appointment yeah. and he's like um, hey that thing you installed we need like it was a, a power button sort of t- a cash register I knew nothing about cash registers yeah. but I'd read the manual and I read everything I read the service manual and they're like that thing you did we need you to go and do this thing I'm like I'm in Centrelink yeah. he's like alright you're hired yeah. and I think um, for the audience though we need to qualify that yeah, which well, is, well sorry, sorry where yeah. I was going is that like I'm a massive advocate for the for the freebie yeah. but <laughs> but there's um there's been so much abuse of that yeah. there's the, there's the old there's the exposure dollars there's there's all that shit yeah. so so like what's your middle exposure water? What's is your... shit for everybody out there but, but like, like where's where's your where's your break even where's your point where you're like I'm yep. generously giving versus I'm being abused I'm very fortunate and for, and I wish that there was a way to know this without having stomped that pavement and worked and heart and, and learned yeah and it, unfortunately there's some charcoal and remains yeah. you know of previous businesses and try, trying to find that it's taken 20 years to learn that sure. um it's it is a gut feeling um if you're good with people and naturally intuitive and get a sense of you know people you you always in retrospect know if someone's a bad client or a potential ripoff or a friend that's taking the piss or you know yeah, those yeah. sorts of things okay. um but I, one thing I've, i just want to emphasize that any time i've done free work the money is there so it's always an opportunity to prove my value knowing that they've got money <laughs> and that they're willing to put money down and that they're, you know, if in the, in the event of something else or that they're an actual genuine prospect, I don't just give free stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah. to people. So who, you're looking for a longer relationship. Yeah, I, I am strategic. I call it strategically yeah, yeah. free work. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like I built my business, my initial business this was working for Lisa Loeb for free and, yeah. and getting exposure into the entertainment industry that way. This podcast it, is literally that. This yeah, is a free exa- podcast. and this is mostly just catching up and then yeah. having a chat, but this is, I wouldn't consider this a concert. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it, it's that balance between yeah, valuing yeah. your time and you know I, I like to get I don't get out of the house much so if anyone says do you want a coffee I'm usually pretty keen yeah. I mean I'd probably drive to drive to Sydney during the school holidays to get out of the house you know <laughs> just for a coffee you know right. it really depends on where I'm at but um, yeah I think it, it, you know it's something unfortunately that you learn over time and I'm sure that any wedding photographer or you know those or, or anyone who works in services has been burnt enough oh yeah and yeah. much like a relationship you learn to pick up those red flags over time you learn Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tangent it because you yeah. mentioned wedding photographer. Yeah. And uh, I, I think of a I friend. I did a lot of business with them. <laughs> well, I think, ago, I think yeah. of a friend um, now who, uh, uh, well, we were talking about there's an opportunity for him to shoot a wedding in Greece. Yeah. And, um, and and so they're like not like in a regular transaction it's like cool here's my fee and here's travel and maybe there's a bit of there's a bit of cream to make yep. it like because there's buffering I'm going to be away for a week yep. and so normally say okay cool that's actually going to cost you 10 grand they're like we don't want to spend 10 grand and and there's there's the argument that we can go like, like tra- can you like have a cover travel cost like with this client they're probably never going to hire him again like you hopefully you're going to hire a wedding photographer mm-hmm. once maybe there's a few of them maybe there's a family shoot but it's not going to be this long standing monthly relationship yep. Um, so how do you how do you kind of feel about that angle? Well, that's where you need to really sit back 
and pause and look at the other intangible things that might be of value. Yeah, like yeah. Either an opportunity to say you worked in Greece, an opportunity to so sell So you think there's value Greece. in that? Like you think there's, there's, think social, there's a social media value in I think there's Greece. a nuanced approach to that, which yeah. I think that which is that there's word of, again, not exposure, but word of mouth. Word yeah. of mouth marketing does have a, a, a dollar value attached. Exposure does not. Yeah, yeah. They're very different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the, the opportunity to then market in Greece so that you're piggybacking yeah, a number yeah. of different projects. There's, you know, or something where you are looking to expose your, you know, like take your brand more globally. Totally. Yeah, you, yeah. Did, you did that years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. You didn't quite expect to do that. And then, you know, you... <laughs> Just it and happened and, yeah, yeah. And, and now that's something you're known for is destinations and, and yeah. that sort of thing so that's something that evolves and always and I, <laughs> if you're a fairly emotionally balanced okay person yeah, yeah. always always listen to red flags yeah. when it comes to clients yeah, yeah. that's the only thing that I can emphasize is that you usually know if something is good for you and something not the other thing that uh, is really important to do is go if it's a little bit cheaper or if it's a little bit you look at the value of that client yeah, yeah. Or money not considered, apologies. <laughs> I hit snooze, not stop. Um, is to actually look at the, the intangible value of that client, sure. which is, do they align with my values? Yeah, yeah. Would this be a fun thing to do? Because yeah. fun, you know, we Some don't get a lot of totally. it. It could just be, would it be cool? <laughs> you know, like I actually say to a business, it's okay as part of your strategy, your strategy to admit you just want to be popular and cool. Like that's yeah. a map, that's a metric. Totally, it's yeah. cool. <laughs> it's fine. It doesn't have to be attached to a dollar figure or a yeah, number. Yeah. There's intangibles that you can look yeah. at as well. So just being a bit more measured and you know, I think most people know when they can trust. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it just comes down to listening to those, that little birdie on your shoulder. Um, I'm going to um, move into kind of what we were talking about before we turn the microphone on, and mm. um, and because there's 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 an interesting. There's a point where businesses reach where they need to say this is bigger than me or this requires more than me. Yes. Um, which is, and and I straddle that. Well, everyone straddles it differently. Yeah. Um, and and the whole crux of the whole unpopular thing is like here's a bunch of automation. So here here's little robotic or things or automated things or I even like to more so hover towards the lubricating things. Like mm. hey, this process that takes you this this and this and this is that can we just lubricate that yeah. a bit more so it glides a bit smoothly. And so when you when you get an inquiry or when you yeah. get a when you get a whatever, um, it's not such a process. Yeah. It's a bit more lubricated. Yeah. So like I'm massive so you're not on that. Balls deep in admin. Yeah. So so yeah, that, that's so my thing. Yeah. Um, but I know, I know, I know what you challenge me yeah. on is that um, is that you got to hire someone. So, for example, the whole unpopular.com.au website—it's all something I've built. It's yeah. all based on plugins and things that I've done and automations. And I agree, there's a point where I've probably got to hire someone. Mm. Um, and so, I want to ask you about automations. I'll just get nerdy in a moment. But before we get nerdy, preach for a second about that. About because okay. because your thing is everyone does their own marketing. Like, bish, you need some help. Get me. Yeah. Um, uh... I think that what we, there's a trade-off, and I think that uh, you know, if you're serious about your business, you're, you're going to be thinking long-term. Like even when I sign up a client, if they're on a, I make sure that they're, even if they don't want this sort of high degree of automation and sophisticated stuff and events and goals and Google Analytics and all that sort of stuff that they that they've got, I make sure that the foundation is good. Yeah. 
if you DIY and hack stuff, you just, you know, the trade-off is that you may spend more later when you hire someone yeah. than having to undo stuff or fix stuff. Like, and me as a fixer, I inherit a lot of stuff that needs to be redone, yeah. you know, um, and that's sort of, you know, so it's, it's it, like, it is a trade-off and I've got a bit funny with you because I was like, you know, in light of the previous conversation around not valuing services and, being, and professional services, knowing when to let go and trust the professional and, and pay them accordingly and you know there's start up and cobbling together and pulling stuff together but there's a certain trip and that 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 varies it yeah, yeah. varies some people are more resourced when they start some not so much you know if you've got if you're sitting on 100 grand and can spend 20 grand on a website and get it right first time right. hopefully with an agency that doesn't fuck it up um you know yeah it just it, you just again it's a series of trade-offs business it's shit's complicated it really and, is a series of trade-offs yeah. but the, but the long-term thing is it's important to me and I, yeah. it, it's literally the tagline it's yeah. a, like like the unpopular thing it's about sustainable exactly and sustainable. Yeah. It's, it's not about just having a business for today it's about having a business like, like I, yeah. know, I can do this forever yeah this is really cool yeah it's it's, a, it's a, what day of the week is I didn't know what day of the week I it is know. it's like yeah. I think it's Wednesday and it's like 11am and yeah. we're sitting in a hotel yesterday was thing. Valentine's Day that's all I know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's our reference <laughs> that's my point. reference and um, yep. you know and so so <laughs> this is a really cool life yeah, like I flew back from flew back from somewhere yesterday I'm flying I like this I want to yeah. do this forever. Yeah. And so, so the sustainability, the long-term thing is really important to me. But mm. it's also um, part of the sustainability is about not spending a dollar today or if I'm going to spend a dollar, I want it to be a dollar well spent. Mm. And also knowing, again, to value your own time. Yeah, well, yes. it, it's, a, it's a false economy mm. when you do it yourself um, to yeah. an extent, which is, you know, I talked about when you met Paul who can do stuff in, you know, connect APIs and all that sort of stuff in two hours versus someone who might spend a week learning. Totally, you yeah. know, so it's, it's, it's about if for the sake of, you know, a few hundred bucks investment now, you're saving, you, you've got a week off. But, but many people listen to yeah. this, like they have time, don't have money. Yeah, exactly. And, so, and so that's that, a viable thing, but you've just got yeah, to be yeah. mindful of the fact that there, there may be, a, 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 like the balloon payment of a car. Totally, right? totally. It's the same thing. You've totally. just got to be mindful that there might be a bigger investment down the road. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, Good problem to have, mind you, if you're growing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. It's it's just like it's a really interesting conversation because I like, for example, with Britain, my businesses, I do all our web stuff. Yeah. We look after our social. But you um, have the capability. We have the capability. Yeah. There is going to become a there's, there's yeah. a day. Like I even looked, I looked at our website, marriedbyjosh.com. I thought, I know, is it good? Is it not good? I don't know. Um, like, my like, question is always, is it working or is it not working? Well, it is, but, but <laughs> that's a different um, question. But particularly, yeah. particularly at the in the celebrant game, I think I I came in really high. No, I'm not just talking about price; I'm talking about market position, design. I came in really high, and and I I feel I'm at, I set a bar, mm. and and obviously when you set a bar, everyone's like, "There's the bar." Yeah, we now need to. Re and so so people yeah. like people climb me out there. I'm yeah. like, shit, I. Yeah, I do. I think I need to set a new bar. The curse of being an innovator, right? Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, but, but then, there, then yeah. there's uh, then there's uh, another side of it. Like um, uh, last week's guest, James Day, when he's a photographer in Sydney, he's just launched a well, he's launching a new website, and I, I look I looked at his website, and I I really like it, but then there's just this tingling thing in my in my brain, it's like, is this is this too far, or am I? And 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 mm. if James listening, like I, I, this isn't a negative thing on that. I'm just um, 
it's a question I asked like because he really wanted to do a really beautiful innovative website because he's in the same position as me like he's and he's, he's a setting a new bar and he's, he's visual like very yeah. um, he's got this aesthetic he has the on. luxury of, of thousands and thousands of photos without having to use stock <laughs> totally, for a start totally it's right? a really good thing it's, a, it's really good to have lots of content it, yeah. it's, a, it's a web builder's dream we can make anything right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so you know yeah. I, I know for me like I'm I'm always trying to question like I think there's going to be a day where I've got to, I've got to, yeah. I've got to invest in that, and uh, I'm just I don't know. Maybe this is the end of that conversation, but I, I don't know what that day. But it's also like. thinking about the architecture. So for you, you're on WordPress, right? You've got things that are based on APIs, not just cobbled together plugins. You're not hacking core code. That's what I mean about thinking in the future. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you've got the fundamentals and the framework and the architecture sure. there, so that any agency, you know, any. God forbid any agency tries to sell you proprietary CMS in 2017. But (laughs) if you're on WordPress or Drupal, you're going to be fine, right? Unless you're hacking core code, please don't ever hack the core code. Let me. I will. I will talk to you for free (laughs) to stop you from that. I still remember an old intervention. (laughs) A previous employer of mine, a radio network for people that know me, they spent say upwards of two hundred thousand dollars on buying a CMS. I remember logging into a thing and, man, have, have you? Did you just yeah. look at WordPress? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying, like, you have to use... There's other yeah. CMSs. There's, yeah. there's great CMSs. But, like, yeah. for 200K, we could have just dropped in WordPress. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I would no. take you to 200 Anyway, that's a whole other conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, much like my hairdresser says, I will tone your hair for free. Just don't dye it black. Whatever you do. I've been trying to go back to my natural colour for years, and I get to a certain point. Right now, I want to colour it again. And she's like, I will tone it for free. That's great. For your own interests. So I'm, tell- I'm, I'm telling you, before you start hacking something you don't know, have a chat <laughs> okay um, I want to end the podcast on yeah. a nerdy note because because uh, you're you're probably one of the few people that says nerdy so it's business oh, yeah, as me yeah. like like we live in the same nerdy business field normally I'll try and like solve a problem but I don't, I don't know if you've got any problems I can solve so we'll skip that instead um, would you be willing to share like a you just want like an app or a web service or like a a recent thing you're like yeah. this is really cool I'm have actually- you used Siri or you know, whatever it might be yeah I'm actually going to talk about whether or not you need a website to sell a biz- to sell your business, even as a digital agency, right? I've actually got a contact form. I don't. If you visit kinsugi.com.au, yeah. it's got my name and a contact form on it. I've been procrastinating on it now for six months because yeah. I've now decided to get someone else to do it because the children, you know, again, it's that whole DIY and yeah. lack of objectivity, um, and I end up faffing around. Um, and for me, it's actually been an interesting exercise because my procrastination has revealed to an extent that just by using LinkedIn and existing networks and those sorts of things I've actually had a much better run in terms of leads and that sort of stuff and I'm actually quite strategically not using much SEO I'm not playing that race at the bottom game anymore so it's actually quite interesting that if you're niche enough you don't need SEO because people find you based on your ideas and your content and so you know there's certain things like I'm actually this is an active experiment to see how how long it's actually been this week <laughs> I need a website because something a government well, has come to me and gone oh you need one because this comes back to like what yeah. is a website for yeah because like, yeah. uh, and don't don't confuse domain name and email no um, they're separate oh, again yes, yes. Um, but because uh, some people they, they kind of tie them all yeah. up like, like email me at www. Yeah. <laughs> your website um, provides social proof that yeah. you exist so but, but right? for different businesses it's going to prove different things yeah. so, so what is an agency's website for? 
Let's let's get this. Get, let's get <laughs> lie back on the couch Whoa. and tell me your problems. <laughs> An agency's way. Well, for, I think for me, very much what I do is leveraging relationships because people come to me to fix stuff. They generally know they know, like my ideas, and we have a chat, and I solve their problem. For me, um, agency websites in general are wanky as <laughs> and I think that they all look the same, and I think the people look the same, mm. and I think that again, if anything, it's a really good example in in that in that hive mind, you know, like where for me, I've always said, I, you know, I'm a hipster-free agency. I'm actually a professional. I actually really want to build my offices to look like old TV law offices to be the opposite. <laughs> of those, you know, those funky agency things with, you know, like yeah, I go, yeah, yeah. I want to do, I'm, I'm zagging when everyone else is sort of zigging. I've know? literally written blog posts about this. Like, when yeah, everyone else is turning left, I want to turn right. Yeah, yeah. and it, it gets, it works. It doesn't work all the time. Do you know how many times on a daily basis I'm told to behave? Yeah. Like, I, you know, I actually posted something on LinkedIn with the C word in it the other day, Gosh. right? Because I was dead by friends. I don't care because, you know, you sit down with me for five seconds and I start yeah. swearing like a sailor. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, um, I think it's just, for me, it's in... Uh, I'm a really good example of polarization and also a really, really bad example because, you know, <laughs> I'm actually, I've, got, I've made all of the mistakes. Yeah. I come out of the other side, you know, knowing how to do it strategically. I used to do it because I was in my 20s and thought I was cool. They're very different things, right? <laughs> um, it's happenstance that I'm here, really. You're... You're an odd case. Yeah. Um, that's my sort of final sentence. <laughs> like, oh, no, no. Like that you is, can just stop there. That isn't the whole statement. I am an odd case, yes. Um, no, but you're an odd case of someone who has valued university education. You've, oh, you've, yeah. you've, you've, you've spent a lot of time in university, yeah. but I feel you've probably spent just as much time at the School of Hard Knocks yeah. or School of Streets, I don't know, whatever you want I to call that. I am completely self-taught in this business. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah. so you've, you've equally like submitted yourself to the traditional educational yeah. game and you've also submitted yourself to like let's just jump in the fire and see if we burn yeah oh that's just because yeah it's mostly just my i wouldn't say that it's a good thing <laughs> it's cost me many costed me many a, a friendship and those sorts of things over the years but but like um, if you if you've yeah. got, you got a new if you got a I don't know, 18 year old kid sitting in front of you yeah. um looking for advice do you do you do like uh, i think uh, robin williams famously someone said i want to get into comedy and he's like don't um, and because their whole joke was that, uh, look, if, if, all, if all it takes is me to say don't, then you're not going to make it anyway. Do you, do you tell them to? Do you tell them to go to uni? Do you tell them to just jump in and give it a shot to fail for a while? I'm actually going through this with my daughter at the moment, right? Where How old is she now? I, I, I see photos. I'm like, is she is she 40 yet? She's... You've seen photos of her? Gosh. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. But I just remember um, her being yeah. like, like, like a. I know she's a tiny little fairy so. princess, but um, she won't like me talking about her really very much. But we're, just from a point of view of going. Going through that she's at the age where she should be getting a job yeah yeah i said to my daughter you know it's time for you to start thinking about a part-time job yeah, after yeah. school and i heard myself for the first time repeating things that i you know that's actually completely opposite to my yeah. values where i'm parroting the values uh, you know what i call linkedin values <laughs> which is that group think on linkedin where a job you know, I've had people say, you'll never get a job with LinkedIn. I went, I don't want one. And is that a problem? Well, no, maybe we no. just lean into the microphone. We've got a yeah. friends at the restaurant here vacuuming. and. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, but so we said get a, you know, I heard myself and I had to check myself. Yeah, yeah. And I went, you know what? She doesn't need to. She's a talented, really talented artist. She's a really good writer. She's actually got really, I'm actually going to get her doing my social media for me. So what you're saying is she's going to become a YouTube star? No. <laughs> that's what she, yeah, that's what she thinks. I think she, 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 she won't admit it, but she's probably going to end up exactly like me. Yeah. Um, what a with mother issues. <laughs> Um, uh, no, no, but, but seriously, like I go, she doesn't act. This, her generation doesn't need a job. Yeah, yeah. It, education is always valuable, but she's also the customer now. In our generation, we were still, you know, subjected to testing, and she can take a year off and go to, you know, uh, laureate, and there's all these alternative pathways now. She's a customer. She can go anywhere she wants and get an education. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. My answer is just see what happens. <laughs> Wing it a bit. Have some idea of the direction. Value learning. Have a thirst for learning and knowledge. Where that comes from. Uh, I mean, I, I, I always say that an arts degree, which is what I started with, um, helps you to learn. It doesn't teach you stuff. So, you know, like learning philosophy, learning, yeah, yeah. you know, the basics. Learning, learning. Learning, learning how to learn and learning how to think. It's that, that you know, learning how to understand people and what, how they connect. And I think that's becoming more and more critical because we're so disconnected. Yeah, you know, I think that they're, 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 they're transferable and highly valuable skills that, that come from university. So it's very complicated and I think it's very unique to the person. Yeah. Um, every parent wants their kid to go to uni. <laughs> But that's again our own baggage yeah. as a generation. So, All right, um, yeah, I, I, I thought of a nerdy thing to, to echo out on. Yeah, well, not a problem, but I just want to say you said your website um, up until at least now yeah. um, has been the contact form. Assuming when there's publishers, probably still the contact form. Yeah, what happens when people click submit on that or whatever? The, whatever the they get an email is. to me, so it's, it's an email very. Very, it's it's very. I actually am of the view of things being less is more. Yeah. And focusing on the people stuff, right? True. But there's still things yeah. you can lubricate. There are. So it contact form. So we is use. It, um, is it just like a WordPress built-in? Yeah. So we're actually in the process because we've only been in business, and Paul's really only come on board with the integrations, and yeah, yeah. that's his part. He's like, you know, I don't like using C levels for a small business, but he's like my CTO. Yes. yes. You know. Yes. Um, uh, um, so he, we, we're currently uh, sort of implementing systems, which for us will, is a combination of Active Collab. Uh, is that a, so that's a project management right, software? Yeah, cool. uh, that's the center, and that's the hub of everything that we do. Okay, because does everything. That customer relationship? No, and then we're, we're integrating that in Agile CRM. So, um, well, they're Agile two, CRM, because I've looked yeah. at a million CRMs and none. Actually, I don't know if this is a you or impress you, but I looked, at, I looked at so many CRMs and none of them too deep. Because to, to look at a CRM deep, you've got to get really invested yeah. in it. Yeah. Um, so I looked at them all very shallowly and none of them grabbed me. And so I actually, I actually use a, uh, a ticket based help desk yeah. software for myself. Is CRM. that Zendesk? Or? Uh, well, I, I probably could use Zendesk. I use yeah. Help Scout. Okay. Uh, just because that was the first one that I stumbled yeah. across. Because once you find one, you stop looking. Yeah. And so I use Help Scout. Yeah. Just because I couldn't find a CRM that helped that let me deal with couples. Yeah. As yeah. In, as yeah. in like a bride and groom or as a husband and wife. But they all, they were all focus on individuals or corporates. Yeah. And like, oh, there's a middle ground here. So, um, so why Agile? Um, Agile, it just meets my needs mostly because a lot of what I do um, is offline and yeah. I think I'm going to step back and not talk about my tools because I'm not going to recommend a tool to somebody because it's actually an approach which yeah, yeah. is that what you need to do is answer two questions. 
what are you going to be in most of the time and build stuff around that tool <laughs> right and but also the tool, the tool what systems do you have yep yeah, no but what process you need to document yeah. and this is probably my enterprise approach talking rather than a small business but really think about the process in, in breakdown steps offline and online and yeah. see what can be replicated to make that or that, that that easier right so before you start talking about the tool you got to talk about the process Definitely. and make sure that yeah. that is dot pointed down um, the answer to that is agile meets that more as closely as possible yeah, yeah. I like I don't I hate flicking between multiple tools yeah, yeah. I like to have one tool because the way that I do things I think of something and and I forward the email to the project or I forward things and it goes in there and yeah. that's it right I can just sit and forget and just flick it right that's how my ADD brain works if I don't put it in there at the time totally. it disappears <laughs> so yeah that, and I use the calendars and those sorts of integrations that Active Collab has you know, but again I just want to qualify that before anyone gets excited and goes and you know you've got to make sure that it mirrors your requirements yeah, yeah. yeah. I apologise to everyone listening I feel yeah. like the vacuum cleaner is getting louder and noisier but we're know, fine like, just, you feel free to switch off he's doing okay. their jobs that's fine <laughs> um, so um, I, I, I do I, I do want to get you to commit to, uh, to sharing a tool before we end the podcast I mean, I mean a tool talk, just like, like an app something that someone can take away like I'm going to install that app I'm going to check out that web service because like I can yeah. agree the mm. process is more important than the tools yeah the tools still enable you okay things. well I'll talk about Active Collab because it's okay. actually you know like you've got your Depulses and your Asanas and Rike and all of those I've gone through every single one yeah. Smartsheet all of those um, and for me Active Collab has the legacy of being that old open source self-install the old yeah Yes, the old is like you install it on your server, but they've actually got a cloud version now, uh, which is uh, I can't remember. I think we paid two hundred dollars for the year um, for five users. That's all we need, um, and um, uh, I find it really good. The only thing that misses is Gantt charts, but un unless you're kind of a real Gantt chart nerd, then it's not really an issue. But it's it's I, I actually do like Active Collab and the integration features because you can actually push, you know, create new tasks, create project templates. So if you're a wedding photographer and you've got a specific onboarding process, you can pre-populate all of those things with, with the templates, yeah, much like any other project management tool. So what does it look like, a, you know, really, so you just said Josh is a wedding photographer. Yeah. And, um, and so I've just signed up Jack and Jill yeah. to be, like, like weird. We've got, I'm, yeah. assuming, I'm assuming because it's project... Um, Base, it's it's not we're not talking sale like I've sold. Yeah, so, so once so you sold, yeah, and then and then how do they onboard me with me and Active Club? Like, yeah, like, what is that? Do I no? So when you in your CRM, you hit market is closed. Yeah, it will push and create a new project to Active Collab okay, cool. and populate with templates and create all and, and all the task lists and all those things that you can then share with the client and we can check that off. So I it allows you to attach. Saying, fill out this form, so yeah, yeah. Blah blah blah. It, the the only limitation that if you like to pull from Active Collab, you can't. You can only push. So it's only a you know that the, the okay so it doesn't yeah, feed into Zapier yeah there's there's like there's no triggers in okay, it sure. so in, it feeds into Zapier but it's okay. only the the I can't remember what the word is you've got the trigger and yeah, the um, endpoint or whatever it's yeah, called yeah, yeah, yeah. The, what it does yeah, so it, it <laughs> the can, action it can be triggered by yeah, the zap, but you can't, can't pull feed the zap. yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, so um, uh, we tend to use more manual API, like sure. coding. So that's why I'm, I'm no Zapier to a point, but not really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 
again, it's worth knowing that um, if, if something has an API, just because it's not on Zapier doesn't so, mean you can't actually create well, it. Even Zapier itself has, and that's has, where, a, now has a webhooks. Yeah, yeah. So even if you're really, like I'm kind of married to Zapier. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't know if my business would grow to a point where I needed to get a developer. But yeah. Even then, even if I, everything was Zapier, but there was this one active Yeah. Lab. Um, and you wanted to have a trigger. Like, like Zapier has that webhooks API. Yeah. You probably just get a code for it. Yeah. And you may need a license or there might Whatever. be a fee attached. Yeah. yeah. But um, it's actually really good. So an active collab also, as you grow, allows you to self-install. So you can move from the cloud to a self-install, which allows you to get around the user limit and also um, modify and create plugins and those sorts of things cool. to create its own robust solution. So it gives you that sort of that migration path. As, as if, if you know if you want to grow into a medium large business um, as we all some of us want <laughs> and some of us don't um, it's really good so that's my tool of choice okay. um, after a year of ex- exhaustive <laughs> <laughs> trying a million different I'm not I'm see I'm the worst person to ask because I still have I have the same Photoshop workflow from like 4.0 yeah. you know, unless I have to learn something is, new. It works. <laughs> yeah and, and I, I probably I probably I probably lean too much too far towards the break it break it break it yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. so I recognize there's a much more conservative no. approach that's probably a little bit wiser every time I get this no but I often like new CC, new new creative cloud download and there's new toolbars and I'm like oh does this thing do you know um and then i realized that i've saved myself you know probably hours and hours of work um i was intending to end on that but yeah. i i wanted to just throw i, I feel like i just throw things at you no, like, like 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 almost, almost, almost like you're a, you're a donald trump supporter i was like hey how about what? days Yo, <laughs> so like i feel like i just want to throw things at you and no. just see how you're in I'm free. Um, yeah go for it social media automation yes like so so uh because there, there's there's a school there's a school of canvas like I'm just gonna automate everything no nope. and then, and then don't bother the manual thing don't bother with content on on Facebook with your Facebook page do sponsored content focus on that and and target oh, everything wow. so you're saying just... don't focus on organic content with Facebook really? it's a waste of time you got to throw money you at it you gotta open that up like everyone everyone's minds are just I being strongly blown. yeah and everyone's I, like what? No, you got to no, but it's all about your cost practice. You know, it's all it's all about the numbers. One um, percent of people are going to see organically, roughly, unless they subscribe. You could look thirsty and say, "Please subscribe to my feed," or you could throw five bucks at it. I, my pride is more than you know five bucks. So, um, you know, I think it's just more. The, the, you, you're just going to get the cut through more that way. Um, utilize uh, Twitter, hell no. Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. honestly, I it's just a bit of I don't know fun. Like I don't yeah. know, even then it's barely fun. And I know you asked about automation, not content versus. Well, well, no, 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 but, but they're this related. Is, this is it's definitely related because because yeah. automation is almost like I'm not going to dedicate I'm going to dedicate a of time and then let it flow. Mm. Um, and because because what you just said, the whole sponsor post only, like almost because I don't really preach too much about social because I'm like, well, we, none of us really know, and if someone knows, it's not me. Yeah. Um, and I'll usually only throw money at Facebook if I'm actually, and this will disgust you. This will, and you'll probably, you'll, this is just in the next five years of our lives giving me shit about this. I'll only pop money on Facebook if I'm feeling a bit desperate, or if I post something like, Fuck, more people are gonna. That's a good post. That's, <laughs> Why are people not reading my stuff? I, I constructed that very yeah. well. It's got a good image. I'm gonna repeat the joke so people laugh at it. <laughs> So you get it. I I, yeah. I, I, I give you. I give you give me to... shit for that for the next five years because yeah. you will. But but, no. but that's that's it's that's true, been though. my thing. Well, it's actually, and the thing is that I would have given the opposite advice five years ago. Yeah. Like five years ago, I would have said organic, 
but the, the algorithms change. Like they, they, it's geared towards payment. Like if you, if let's just be pragmatic. And I know you again. You asked about automation. Well, but it's, a, well, like, it's the same yeah. conversation. Yeah, 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 it is the same, but then they are different. Which is the fact that philosophically, I believe in in authenticity, personal, and and you're better off creating something meaningful that will resonate. Automation in terms of scheduling the time that it posts, and yeah. and 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 obviously running analytics and and trigger points and and fault and that funnel, and with a landing page and all that sort of stuff. Yes. <laughs> so it's very nuanced. Again, it's it's one of those things where I'm more bespoke. I don't like to give absolute advice in yeah, every yeah, situation, yeah. but yeah, I focus on meaning and value, and you're going to be fine. Because boost it, you're going to be great. I've um. <laughs> I've traditionally had a bit of a viewpoint, and maybe this is once again, this is just me. I'm rationalising a falsehood, but I, I've always had the viewpoint that, particularly in the wedding industry, people want to see um, the, an authentic voice, and they and they want to be able to validate that you exist, that you're real, yeah. social proof. And so, when I post on Facebook today, I'm not really posting for someone to see that post organically. No, I'm kind of posting so that. Next yeah. next week when when Taylor gets engaged, she'll she'll however <laughs> she finds out about me, <laughs> yeah, she'll right. click on the Facebook page yes. and she'll scroll a bit. Yeah, yeah. And the, the scroll, you, so on the scroll you can see, oh, there's there's some, there's some recently dated things. Yeah. There's some there like he's rated times. Like, it's almost like yeah. um, it, it's social proof, and yeah. it's, it's not it's not recent social proof. It's yeah. it's, it's not today social proof. It's recent. You're right. And so so that's kind of been my strategy. And yeah. do you think I'm rationalising a false though? No, and I think again that meets your strategy, which is that you're dealing you know with people who value that and okay. that's you know on that individual level uh, that's where the, com- the complexity comes in yes the other answer is I don't do that yeah. which is that my if you look at my Facebook page it's dead because I've just been focused on the offline yeah, and, yeah. and actually hustling and selling and doing all of the right things that I have been distracted with you know focused on social media because I was hiding behind you know social media and making excuses so for me that's kind of finding that balance you know to trying to get out of picking up the phone and making the actual anyway that aside should I stop writing the 25 top tip blog posts and sharing them on Facebook oh my god you'll <laughs> never guess what he wrote <laughs> um, uh, but I just wanted to mention this. if you think about it like I've, I've talked about this before the boring tax yeah, yeah. right with yeah. social media you pay so the more boring it is the more you should pay to get it seen right and I've actually got a graph I can share it with anybody who asks which is you know you've got down here you've got um, you know your dinner you'd have to pay this much you know like a, a million dollars to get interest interest in your dinner totally, yeah. like a sledgehammer you know you have to pay zero because it's interesting and shock worthy and and yeah, yeah. you know so that's it's actually an in you know a proportional relationship between so you get it's really just if you think about it like a tax so if you're going to do bland stock photo you know everybody content you know if it's interesting it'll spread well, know, yeah, with a bit of a boost did someone say so, that about advertising recently yeah, like the advertising tax yeah like the um yeah I, Actually, I feel like I'm just actually quoting you back to yourself. Like, yeah. did you tell me that months ago? Anyway, well, oh no, that, I've actually the, the 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 tax of the boring tax. That was three years ago. I wrote that on my blog. Yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah. I've been quoting that for three years. Yeah, <laughs> and I got no credit. No, no, I'll, I'll continue to not credit you from here. <laughs> okay, as well. copyright just, me. Josh Withers said. Copyright Taya um, Smith, 2013. Before anyone else. Taya, give yourself a plug. Where, where, where do we like URLs? Um, socials, predominantly whatever's. LinkedIn these days. So look for uh, Taya. Smith, I'm sure you know. Jo- I'm, I'm around the traps on Josh's Facebook. Smith. Um, you know, uh, yeah, T. It's actually an accent on the E. So if you have a trouble with the search engine, but search for Kintsugi the company and find me and Paul. 
K-I-N-T-S-U-G-I. We do have a website launching in the next six months. (laughs) I like to say the next week because I say that every week, but we will get there. And um, there's some awesome puns because I'm a big fan of puns. So I look forward. It's it's, it's quite delicious. Thank you for uh, joining me for an unpopular morning. No problem. Thank you.